Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 32. I'm here with my main man, Don Pierno. What up? The Fountain Valley boys. Uh, we are recording in Fountain Valley, super late. This is coming out in an hour. It's it's like 12 o'clock right now. I should have posted this at midnight, but fuck me in the ass. You know? But you're you, <laughs> so planning ahead's not your strong point. <laughs> As you got assaulted with the leaf, we are sitting in one of the very special parks in Fountain Valley, special to me. Where it's Galen paid money for his first blowjob. Close. Close. <laughs> Without the money. <laughs> no, it's uh, Helm Park. If you've never been to Helm Park, don't come because it's my special park. <laughs> this is, we're sitting at the picnic table where I had my first kiss. Two weeks ago, <laughs> seven years ago. Elaborate. Uh, let's see, how old am I? 22. Let's see, two, three. It was 10 years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> here, there it is, you guys. You heard it here. No, I was I was I was 17. Well, okay, I had I had a first kiss. I had a first kiss when I was um, when I was in 7th grade. She was in also 7th grade. Third, what are you going to say? 3rd <laughs> grade. She just had graduated kindergarten with honors. <laughs> with honors. No. She was in 5th grade. She was over at my house cuz she was like my mom's like homie's fucking daughter and like we literally just ran into each other coming around the corner and like i count it hey what's up you want to make out in the park or what Is that no we literally no we literally just like bumped faces and i count it <laughs> that was your first kiss that was my first kiss <laughs> you also counted it as like your first dry hump <laughs> did you go home and tell your mom and dad you lost your virginity <laughs> no we we actually wrestled later on oh and okay. i count that as my first dry hump uh, that you count that as your first experience with bdsm I don't even know what that is. That's <laughs> that's like S and M, man, like bondage and shit, whips and chains and Oh, that's a good ass song by Rihanna, dude. Being violent. Shout yeah, out to Bay Babe. <laughs> Wait, no, that's Beyonce, never mind. Uh, yeah, oh, is it? oh okay. Well, I don't listen to that music, so I know they're both hot. If you hear random sounds, that's me eating Kentucky fried chicken right now. Dom's a fat ass and already finished his. Yeah. That's because I'm not racist, dude. I finished my KFC in a park quick. So nobody makes any assumptions, you know? <laughs> uh, first kiss story, dude. It's actually, like, super embarrassing. We were sitting at this this park bench, and or it's a fucking picnic table, dude. And straight up, I was a pussy, dude. I was a straight pussy. Was? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I decided, like, I wasn't just going to go for it. And so this is what I do literally. So, like, if you ever date me, ladies, there's no ladies <laughs> listening to this. No, there's no women around here <laughs> within, like, 100 miles of us listening to this. But... I won't make a move straight up. Like I will ask. I will be like, "Hey, this seems like the perfect time <laughs> for people to kiss." And then I'll do it. <laughs> I'm, I can't believe you've had sex with that <laughs> mentality. <laughs> uh, honestly, okay, like I'll put it in. I'll be like, "Hey, you think we should have sex?" <laughs> do no, you I'm wake Do you wake her up first or <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, we are not Title All kidding Nine. Aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are not. <laughs> um, no, so I was like, we were just sitting there talking, and we were talking about like kissing, and I was like, wow, dude, this seems like one of those moments where we should kiss. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, all right. So I went in, and I was like, how was that? She was like, well, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, bro, I crushed it. I it crushed that it was kiss. Like this. That was it. That was my first kiss. Damn, I don't remember my first kiss, dude. I think I've smoked too much weed. I don't remember the first like third of my life. The first whole third? That's weird, dude. Wait, didn't you say that you were telling me that your dad used to do drugs? My dad did used to do drugs until he died from doing them, yeah. Like, <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Legend, dude. Legend. Going out on top. <clears throat> yeah, going out on top. <laughs> on top of the world, dude. But So 
You said that he used to sell your toys for yep. drugs? My dad was a full-blown drug addict, which means, like, if he could have sold me for drugs, I'm sure he would have. Are you serious? You know? I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Like that. He No. Realistically, no. But that's probably just because he wouldn't be able to get access to me because my mom would have me or something, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a story, though, that my mom told me when I was, I think I was like two or three years old, that my dad legit left me on the neighbor's front lawn to go score drugs. Oh, like, didn't God. even knock on the fucking door, just plopped my ass in the front yard and was like, you'll be fine here. They have a dog. How old are you? Probably like three years old, two or three years old. Yeah. guy. My mom came home from work because the neighbor called her work. This is well before cell phones, you know, and told her that they had me. And so she jetted home from work. And then I don't think my dad came back for like three months after that. What? He just he was going to leave you there for three months? Well, he was just leaving. He assumed somebody would grab me. That's you know? fucking savage, dude. It was La Mirada uh, in Isn't the that 80s. Isn't No, not then. It wasn't. I mean, it's actually a pretty decent area. Back then, it was a super quiet area. Um, there wasn't a ton of development in that neighborhood at the time. So it was a kind of a small neighborhood. And a safe neighborhood tucked away behind, like, train tracks. It's, like, off the main road. You know, looking at you, I believe everything. Yeah, it's true. If you don't know what Dom looks like, how we met was we met at an open mic in Long Beach. K2. K-squared. Yeah. K2. Shout out to Crystal Chats. That was a dope mic. I was on stage, and I think I noticed that you were laughing at my jokes. And so I just, I just decided to flame you. I was like, <laughs> I, just, I just roasted you for looking like Mike Napoli because you look exactly like Mike Napoli. Uh, exactly like Mike Napoli if he got cut from the Angels two years in for drug use. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> if he never hit a home run. Ever. If he never hit a home run ever. Yeah, that's <laughs> that Mike Napoli. Um, fuck. And so then I totally forgot about that. And then we met again at another open mic at an unnamed place. <laughs> Scratched from the record. Um, and I totally forgot about that, and I flamed you again for the exact same you thing. Okay, bro, you look like Mike Napoli. I'm like, yeah, you told me a week ago. Dude. Like, <laughs> I was there. I get it. <laughs> You're also the 84th person to tell me. <laughs> was that really? Oh, dude, I for like when he was popular, when he was playing with the Angels, and he was like really popular. I used to drink at this place called Inferno in Anaheim. It was a club, right? And I used to hang out in the patio smoking cigarettes when I smoked back then. And dude, it was like no lie, like three or four drunk ass dudes every night. Be like, dude, you're Mike Napoli, bro. And I'd be like, dude, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> you're not a hot chick. This never works out in my favor. It was never one time ever a hot chick, which never. I totally would have loved. No, it was never. And you I would should do- have walked up to chicks and be like, hey, dude, you ever see me play oh, the angels? Man. I had a, like a plan set, bro. Like if a chick no was going to come up to me and be like, you're Mike Napoli, I'd be like, yeah, um, here on the road. My house is getting renovated. Uh, we can get a hotel for the night, though. <laughs> I'm like, then just leave them off. Like, what the fuck? Mike Napoli got us a hotel, but it was like a Best Western. <laughs> he made more money than that. <laughs> best Western, dude. <laughs> Single bed, Best Western, bro. I'm not springing for that double suite. Fuck Fucking that. Fucking guy, dude. <laughs> Have you ever had a threesome? I've had one threesome. Was it good? It was amazing for me. <laughs> <laughs> I did probably like, I think it was probably like good, like five or six years ago. I was hooking up with this chick pretty regularly. She had a really cute roommate, and uh, her roommate came home from work one day. She was a waitress, and she came home like already buzzed. So if you know any waitresses, but like waiters and waitresses, they get off work and they instantly start drinking. <laughs> that's so, dude. That's facts. So true, dude. She came even, home even buzzed. Even if that was made up, that's facts. That's facts. <laughs> bet on it. Bet, bet dude. Bet, bet fam. Yeah, she came home, dude, and uh, we were already drinking. She was a little drunk. 
she went in the kitchen like start doing homework or something for college and okay, i was about to say how the fuck old is this chick yeah i think she was like 25 all right 24 something how old like are that. you 27 yeah at the time probably yeah all right i was only a couple years older than her maybe two or three years older than her at the time and uh we were drinking and she's like i got homework to do and i literally walked into the kitchen closed her fucking books and stuck a shot in front of her and we just all started drinking together. And then the chick that I was hooking up with regularly, we were like, we were laying on the couch. I was sitting on the couch, she had her head in my lap, and I just started playing with her boobs, like in front of her roommate. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, if this is gonna pop off, like I'll just see what she's either gonna leave the room or join in. And Dude, yesterday this chick was sending me nudes at like noon. And <laughs> it's a weird time to be sending yeah. nudes. <laughs> and in the background was like her roommates and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? That's weird. Were they a female? Yeah, well, they were all girls. Oh, but... they're probably just used to her being a hoe. <laughs> like oh Stephanie's on her shit again. Stephanie's like, on her shit fuck again. Fuck that! I gotta make my grilled cheese. You can send pussy shots with me in the background. I don't give a fuck. Oh fuck that! I don't want to see a plain ass vagina. Did you ever seen a plain vagina, dude? Fuck that! I love vagina. Every vagina really? I've ever seen has been amazing. What? Yeah. You just look at vaginas? There's some beautiful vaginas out there, dude. You've oh fuck you, dude. There's some really beautiful vaginas. What do you out mean there, by bro? beautiful? Like, you know, beautiful, like, no Looking. meat curtains, like, no, you know what I mean? Like, just cleaned up nice. Got that pink center like a medium rare steak. Fucking you know? guy, dude. <laughs> nah, dude, I'd, okay, honestly, I'll be dead ass with you. No homo. I would rather just look at a penis. Yeah, no, dicks are ugly, dude. Dicks are pretty cool looking. It's like a di- long neck dinosaur. <laughs> dicks look like something that, like, started growing on us. Well, like, a, like an extra arm or something just didn't, like, just stop developing at some point. Hey, I'm just going to take a side note. I'm really fucking pissed off right now because I just realized that that stupid-ass lady from KFC didn't put a cookie in my fucking box. Oh. What a whore. I mean, dude, Over you should... kids pass away violently. You should definitely go to that length of hate for not having a cookie. That's definitely... <laughs> Who's matches. The, who's the fat ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I'm. I weigh like outweigh you by like 120 pounds, and you're ready to go swing on an old lady for forgetting your cookie. Okay, well, she fucking sucked, dude. Yeah, she like, was. Like, I ordered like four times, and she's like, "Oh, did you want the the root beer or the diet Pepsi?" I'm like, "Okay, those are two totally different things, bitch." She has to work at KFC. Ah, oh, fuck. All right, you don't, know? Dro- don't drop that on me. <laughs> someone, someone right now is sitting in their car laughing at what I just said, and now they're on like, their oh, way to work at Carl's Jr. with a loaded gun. <laughs> Because you're fucking pushing them over the edge. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. This is why people lick taco shells on social media, you know? What? You haven't seen that? Oh, oh that's that just Taco a, Bell employee? It's a metaphor for going down. Yeah. <laughs> hard taco or soft taco, baby? I don't want a hard taco. Dude, I hate when I order a soft taco and they give me a hard taco and I just have to eat it. It's like, I'd rather just die. Yeah, dude, those are definitely real problems. <laughs> those are tough, you know? I'm sure there's plenty of kids in Africa that would get a hard taco over their soft taco and be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> really wanted a soft taco. I guess I'll muscle through it. I'll muscle. Th- this, this sucks. <laughs> I swear to God, if this kid ever gets any money, like, it's... If he doesn't hold on to it, it's going to, like, he's going to go from millionaire to, like, bitching about the prices at Taco Bell. Oh, dude, I, I'll do that no matter how much money I have. <laughs> I'll pay with change and be like, are you fucking serious, guys? Dude, 79 cents for a bean and cheese burrito, bro? Like, <laughs> It's not even real beans. You know, they use powder. I haven't powder. got my check yet, dude. Fucking guy. <laughs> All right, so um, how, how did we – what was your first impression of me when we first met, like, besides the Mike Napoli thing? Uh, Like, what made us click? You were, I mean, dude, the thing about this comedy scene, and especially in Orange County, is, like, it's super fucking clicky, 
and it's also like it's the turn like the turnover rate is so high that people really don't invest energy into you like your first like three or four months right people are just like ah, this guy's not gonna fucking last whatever and so you know i remember going to k squared and crystal and kelly were super fucking nice you know it was their mic obviously so they were super nice and welcoming and everything but not to say that the other comics were mean but they were definitely standoffish you know they didn't really right, absolutely yeah they didn't really want to get to know me or ask about me and you were kind of like the first one that like walked over and were just like hey man i haven't met you before like how long have you been doing this like right. hey your jokes are pretty good you know like you must be like you could tell i was new right you know but you you kind of you were a really friendly dude and you kind of like you kind of came up and you just started helping me and took me under your wing kind of and just were like hey man like this is hey you know after this i'm going to another open mic and tomorrow there's these open mics and like you were just my first impression of you really was like because you do come off kind of harsh if people don't know you oh yeah absolutely. you know but my first impression of you really was you're just a genuinely nice kid who was like saw a new comic come on the scene and you're like oh cool like I want other people to join the party, you know, right. other than the other side of the group that's like, fuck this guy. I don't want to fucking talk to this guy. He's not going to be funny. He's not going to be around in two weeks. I mean, dude, I, within my first two or three weeks in comedy, I had a couple open micers get on stage and tell me like, oh, I'm ready for you to quit or, oh, you know, I can't wait to come back here in a couple weeks and you're not here. Damn. Like, dude, people are brutal, man. It's it's so my impression of you at that point was like, oh, OK, this is like. Is one of the nice ones, like one of the cool ones that's actually gonna like help me out here instead of treat me like shit because I want to do comedy. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely clicky. People uh, will make their opinion of you just by looking at you without even hearing what you have to say. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous, um, man. I feel like we've come like too far in society for that to be like the instant, like, I don't like this guy just because of how he looks. And the you thing know? is, people think that they're above other people when really we're like, if you're in the same place as me right now, you're no better true i mean unless, unless you're just dropping in or something you know like, right but unless you've got a netflix special pending you know like we're all in the same boat yeah we're you know, all we're just, all just improved yep. at shows we're just better. all trying to do this man like <clears throat> it makes it harder when people are like but it also pushes you you know like fuck you i'm not gonna quit you know? yeah like, absolutely you see me on stage you know motivation dude so um you said you got into a f i wasn't there because i never go to father's pub i always work on sundays but you said you got into a fight at Father's Pub one time. God, dude, that fucking first of all, Father's mic is super fun. Like it's just it's a wild mic. It's you go there to get drunk and hang out with other comics. Yeah, and absolutely. Say out. wild shit on stage. You know, if that's what you're into, like that's a fun mic for that. Um, but people get way too drunk, dude. And Dakota Freeman, I was hanging outside with him, like probably one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Oh yeah. And this drunk dude is like hassling Dakota and Dakota's super standoffish and nice. And he's just kind of like, dude, you know, I don't, I don't have any problems with you, man. Like, just, can you stop yelling at me? Right. You know, you know, how Dakota's really nice, soft-spoken. So I just kind of stepped in and I was like, Hey man, what's your problem? Why don't you just relax? You know, like chill out. Yeah. And, uh, Long story short, I was this guy was really drunk, and I made a bad joke about like if I killed somebody, I would hope that he'd be there, <laughs> like because he's not gonna remember anything the next day, you know. Like I could literally do anything in front of the guy. Right. It was a stupid hack joke. I was just trying to ch change the mood, right? So this guy didn't want to fight anymore, and uh, instead he turned around and started yelling at everybody that I was a killer, that I just <laughs> admitted to murder. You can ask Dakota about this. He was there. And, and I was like, dude, I'm not smart enough to commit murder and then be doing open mics on a Sunday night. Like, I'd be in <laughs> hiding, bro. What's wrong with you? Anyways, this guy started trying to push me, and I didn't retaliate. And I kept telling him to relax. And he literally rushed me to, like, take me down, like, fucking Brock Lesnar style. <laughs> and I, like, grabbed this dude in a front guillotine, and I kind of leaned up and choked him a little bit. And I swear to God, this guy goes, yo, chill, bro. 
I was like, what? What do you mean, me chill? Like, <laughs> how? What? It's like swinging on a cop and then him beating you and be like, yo, chill out, dude. <laughs> I just swung on you. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I don't go to that mic anymore, mainly for that reason. I just, really? I really don't want to deal with super drunk people. Dude, too old. Drunk people is fucking super annoying. I um, I drive Lyft some nights, and you saw the video. <laughs> I might post it as a one-off, but it keep me from driving Lyft. That video, dude. It did. Like, yeah, I did. I was thinking about doing Uber for a minute, and I was like, I don't want to deal with that. Fuck. That. All right, hold up. I'll be right back and tell that story. I'm kind of cold. I'm gonna go run and grab a jacket. Keep saying nice shit or mean shit, whatever you want. I'll hold this. So Galen sucks. Can't fucking wait for him to leave the table. <laughs> uh, I'll just say about this comedy scene real quick is that um, it, aside from it being minorly clicky, that's like I think the minority. I think the majority of people in this scene are like super cool. Everybody wants to see you do well. And uh, we, like, we just all want to laugh. You know, so I think that's why everybody tends to be supportive. I was just saying that... Uh, as far as as much as there is some clickiness in the scene, it's the minority of people. Oh yeah, the majority of people in this scene are super dope, helpful. They want you to be funny. They want to help you. A lot of comics come up after shows, help tag your jokes and stuff. Like oh yeah, absolutely. It's it feels like a team effort, you know. Like, I feel like sometimes you get on stage and you do really well, and you get off, and you're like, yeah, dude, like we did it, you know. Oh like, yeah. I, you can't. This is like as much as this is a singular thing. It's a team sport, man. Nobody nobody does this 100 percent by themselves. Oh, absolutely. Nobody like. There's so many times where somebody has come up to me and been like, "Hey, dude, I thought you were gonna say this," and I'm like, "Oh shit, dude. I should say that'd that. be funny. Yeah. yeah, that'd be funnier than what I did say." Yep. Um. Dude, okay, so they, I pick up, so I'm driving to Newport, and I needed 60 bucks. I needed 60 bucks to pay my phone bill, which is due at midnight, right? <laughs> and um, Hustling those late-night driving hours, man. That's what you got to do, bro. I'll, I will cut in real quick and say, like, that's the one thing about you. If people don't know about Galen, uh, this dude hustles, like, hard. He's never just dicking around doing nothing. He's always got something going on, you know, whether right. he's working or, I mean, there's been times where we were supposed to kick it and he's like, yo, I'm sorry, bro. I got to go drive Lyft. Like I got bills, you know, so right. like, people will talk shit, man, but you hustle harder than a lot of people in this scene, dude, for real. I appreciate that, man. But uh, it was actually funny because I thought I needed 60 bucks, but I turned, it turns out I was wrong. I guess my <laughs> phone payment's 50 bucks and I've been paying 60 bucks for the past few months. And so my phone bill this month was $10. That's fucking dope. <laughs> I had, I had $10. So like, I didn't, I didn't even need to drive, dude. I could have hung out. But so I go, I go to Newport. I always go to Newport or Irvine because those are where the rich people are. And like, you'll get less rides, but you'll get more tips. And they're already four DUIs in, so they can't afford another one. <laughs> like, <they> gotta <laughs> call Lyft. <laughs> So I go, I go, I'm at the, it's like almost by Spaghetti Factory. It's like there's two bars that are back to back. There's two bars back to back and they're separated by like a couple poles in a parking lot. I, I don't remember what bars they are, if you know. Damn, what is right around there? Like Goat Hill around there? No, that's Costa Mesa. No, that's Costa Mesa. You're right. Maybe Hennessy's. Hennessy? I'm not that familiar with that area. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I pull in there and I'm just sitting there because I know a ride's about to pop up. It's like 11 o'clock. I know a ride's about to pop up. Uh, actually, no, this was this was midnight already. And this guy pulls up, opens the door, and is, I'm like, okay, this guy's coherent. No, it wasn't for him. It was for his homie, dude. Oh, he ordered the lift for his homie. <laughs> and I look, and the guy was literally pissing himself outside my car. How come he didn't just say no? Because you can say no, right? Because You're it like, tells yo, fuck me, that. <laughs> it tells me how far the ride is. And it was over a 30-minute ride, which I know is guaranteed 30 bucks. Because oh, okay. at nighttime, there's no traffic, and it's by 
is by you get like a buck a mile plus time in the car. So uh, if it's over 30 minutes and it's midnight, you know that's minimum 30 bucks. Gotcha. And so I was like, fuck, dude, I'm just going to do this right. Like I'll deal people. with this drunk guy to get the money kind of thing. And then be done with for the night. And I could get home, smoke, do whatever I want, you know? Um, and so. Like every girl that you've ever went out with, just put up with this drunk guy to get the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, the guy gets in the car, passes out immediately straight like passed out like every turn i make he would fall over and like it, luckily he put his seatbelt on first did I'd, you think he was like just passed out or did you actually get worried at some point that this dude might go to like need to go to the hospital because <laughs> he's that drunk honestly because he looked that drunk from the video honestly i didn't think that at all <laughs> like if he died he died you know like i was about to get a fat check either way <laughs> is it like a cleaning fee thing you get like 500 for barf you get like a thousand for death well, how does that work <laughs> someone passes away in your car that's 2500 dollars. honestly <laughs> if he passed away in my car that's on him dude that's honestly that's all on you learn how to be responsible and drink you know <laughs> but what i did know Die in the back of a lip that i is did know that this dude got picked up from like this rich ass fucking bar in newport and he was that drunk which means this dude's got money yeah, he spent a good 300 dollars getting drunk oh absolutely <laughs> so i go i take him to long beach i take him to this alley in long beach off Ximeno boulevard and <sighs> i like turn off the car because i know it's gonna be a minute i'm start. i record myself just smacking the guy in the face i'm just <laughs> smacking this guy around and i was like dude like we're here we're here tight like i want to elaborate real quick because that sounded really bad like he was slapping the guy on the face but in like a hey dude wake up kind of way oh like, yeah i, was I don't like, want anything he was like back there pimp giving him the fucking back pimp hand no, no. Like, fuck i slapped him around i took his wallet and i left him in an alley in long beach like, <laughs> <laughs> so i was smacking him around a little bit and he just didn't wake up and so i shook him a bunch and he finally woke up because i was basically dragging him around the car he gets up has to hold on me to be able to stand up and i'm like hey dude like do you know where you are and he didn't even know, like, how to talk. He, like, straight up just nodded his head no. And I was like, we're in Long Beach right now. And he's, he's like, oh, I, I need to go to USC. And I was like, fuck. I was like, fuck. It's already 1 in the morning. That's not close. <laughs> and like, USC. I was like, this fucking. And I was out of gas, dude. I was out of gas. I had, like, 13-mile range from Long Beach. I was like, okay, realistically, I could get back to my house, wait for my paycheck, and, and, um, get gas in the morning because at this point i had zero dollars in my account this was like last week i had zero dollars in my account because i had just paid like all my bills you just leaving there like i'll be back in three hours dude just chill <laughs> we get paid first <laughs> and so but what sucked was what i was going to do is deposit the money immediately from lyft use that money to get gas ah. but the guy changed the destination which means the ride was still active which means i couldn't deposit any money ah. in my account he fucked me and so I literally pull up to an Arco and, and I use pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters out of my change jar. And I scraped together $5.18. Damn. Which got enough gas to get me to USC somehow. And because, I mean, I drive a Corolla, so the gas mileage is pretty good. So I was able to get there and home. But by the time I got home, it said I had one mile to go before I was empty. Whew. So, like, I literally made it by the skin on my teeth. But we get to USC. We finally make it. And I just was so over that I record myself pouring water on the guy. And it blew up. Everybody shared that video. Everybody loved that video. I'm probably going to post it today. Um, that's that is, uh, that's incredible, man. I don't know what I would have done in that situation. People ask me. They're like, dude, like, what do you do in that situation? I was like, you saw what I did in the situation, you know? Like, there's <laughs> nothing you can do. There's nothing. Like, dude, he was, like, piss ass. He pissed himself. 
Here's the definition of piss drunk. Did your car smell like pee after that? No, it didn't. No. I'm shocked. <laughs> he, he, he definitely didn't eat asparagus. He ate cotton candy for sure. <laughs> that cotton candy pee? Have you ever been that drunk? Oh, dude. I've I've been so drunk I've forgotten, like, days. What? Like, I dude... When I was like, I want to, so like I have my, all the alcoholism and drug addiction runs in my family, like my dad's side. Sure. So I think when I was like from like 17 to like 25, I was pretty much an alcoholic, dude. I was drinking like four nights a week easily. Fuck. And the only times I wasn't drinking if like no one was having a party. Right. Like once I hit 21, it was literally at the bar five nights a week, dude. And just, there was times I would go to work drunk the next morning. Are you serious? Dude, it was bad, bro. I've thrown up everywhere you can think of. Like, I've gotten in a couple, like, fights that I, I guess I won. I don't remember, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I, uh, I'll tell you one funny story, dude. I went to, uh, Gallagher's. We love Gallagher's downtown Huntington. Was this before you were a comic? This was way before I was a comic, dude. Oh, I was okay, probably, like, sure. 20, well, yeah, I was probably, like, actually, I was probably, like, 30. So, maybe, like, four or five years ago. Okay. 29, maybe, at the, at the earliest. Anyways, we're out at Gallagher's, dude, and we're drinking, and someone kept bringing me Jameson shots. And at some point during the night, like, I totally blacked out. We oh. go. I remember going to Denny's. Uh, it was like Denny's or IHOP. One of them is down. I think it was IHOP downtown. Downtown is IHOP. Yeah, yeah. it was IHOP. We go in there. I order a cheeseburger. It was literally the most disgusting thing I ever oh. ate in my life. Hold on. Time out. Do you remember when IHOP tried to become IHOP? Dude, that was the dumbest thing ever. Dude. Their no, cheeseburgers I'm- are fucking terrible. Even when they tried to match their whole... They, they tried to change their whole fucking thing like their whole food thing from pancakes to burgers and the burgers sucked yeah exactly it's it would be like if stevie wonder just decided to start like teaching math <laughs> it would be like if stevie wonder decided to start a thrash metal band <laughs> like, <laughs> what this is not what we like you for dude <laughs> can't play thrash metal on a piano chill imagine, out <laughs> imagine him out there like rocking out on like a guitar to, like but he's like his back's facing the crowd <laughs> he's like are you guys alive out there like, really i can't see you <laughs> <laughs> you can make some noise <laughs> the drummer's like get the fuck off my drum kit dude <laughs> he's like dude you're not even on stage you're, you're standing you're shouting at the back <laughs> <laughs> he's in the green room <laughs> are you guys with me <laughs> the fucking the, the waiter's like, dude, do you want fries or not? Like, dude, yeah, <laughs> dude, you want this drink or no? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm here with you, man. Just chill. <laughs> Just chill. So, anyway. dude, I, I black out at Gallagher's. I uh, go to Denny or IHOP. I take a bite of my burger. I puke in the bathroom. And Fuck. I'm with, like, five or six friends. And I literally walked from the bathroom straight out the fucking door. Like, didn't acknowledge my friends. And I walked. I They lost me. And they found me. <laughs> oh, shit. Basically found me 15 minutes later completely passed out sitting on a light pole and a cop was standing over me had my id in his hand and was writing shit down and my friends rolled up and i don't know how they convinced this guy to let me go with them but they basically were like this is our friend don't worry we got him we were looking for him and he's like dude he's passed out on the street like (laughs) like this is not okay and they like i somehow snapped out of it long enough to like jump up and be like i'm cool man i'm good and then left and i only Remember that because that's what I was told. Are you serious? I literally don't remember. I remember drinking at Gallagher's and then that's it. I don't remember going to Denny's. I just remember everyone telling me like. That's scary, dude. Yeah, it's. And I mean, I'm not proud of it, but like there was a good couple of years period where like I was driving like that. That's fucking. That's where I realized I'm like, fuck, man, this is getting out of control. Have you ever had a DUI? No. Fucking. Thank God. This isn't real wood. This is plastic. Oh, well. You just knocked on nothing. Uh, I'll tell you, I got close to getting a DUI once, dude. We were, uh, we were leaving this pool hall when I was younger. Um, pool hall? Like billiards place? Oh, okay, okay. You know, you know. Um, 
and my friend Corey ordered like Jack Daniels shots for us. And uh, he ordered four of them, and none of us wanted to take it on the way out, so he took all of them. And oh, I was fuck. drunk too. And we're driving. All, he took, hold up, he took four shots right before driving? Yeah. Fuck. And he was like your size, maybe I, like 20 pounds heavier. No way, dude. Yeah. I take two shots. I drink two White Claws, and I'm black. That's <laughs> because you're a 13 year old girl. Literally, dude. Literally. I didn't, start <laughs> I didn't start drinking until this year. That's true. You used to not drink at all because you had the club story. Yeah. I'm getting kicked out of nightclubs for drinking I, too much. I still tell that story. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I it's I uh, I got I was driving on the road and a cop was behind me and lit me up, and then Corey was in his truck next to me and swerved in the lane when that happened, and the cop got out from under me and pulled him over. Fuck, dude. Did he get a DUI? No. What? I don't know how, bro. He did the fucking light test on his eyes. He made him do like the finger to the nose thing. He made him do his ABCs backwards. Okay, hold up. That's my. I have a problem with the ABC thing backwards because I mean I don't really drink, so I would never drink and drive. But I know for a fact, even if I got pulled over right now, I would not be able to do it backwards. It's fucking Z X Y W M. Like yeah, <laughs> you do like it's it's such a dumb thing. It seems like a trap. I would have just been like this. You do it first. Like, hey, uh, you, are you drunk? Recite the first three pages of the Bible backwards. Like, what? <laughs> what the oh, fuck? fuck? I'm supposed to do that. Make it impossible for me to fucking get out. Dude, dude. I couldn't even tell you what the first word in the first chapter of the Bible is. It's probably the. Exactly. And I can't get past four letters in the alphabet backwards. <laughs> They're just waiting for you to do that one thing. But oh, I can't even do this when I'm sober, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> no, yeah. Have you seen Reno 911? Oh, dude, I love that There's show. There's a thing where like they're like going and they're like doing all this stuff, and then hand job still a job, dude. And he's doing all the the sobriety test stuff, and he's like, "Dude, I'm doing pretty good for a drunk guy." Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that show, man. So what happened? Your homie didn't. Oh, so he gets pulled over. He somehow gets away with it, right? But I was gullible, so I'm driving away, and he calls me. He's like, "Dude, I'm in the back of the cop car. Like, you have to call my dad, bro. Like, I'm going to jail." And I was like, fuck, man, are you serious? Like, dude, I'll turn around right now. We'll figure this out. And it gets silent for a second, and he's like, dude, are you fucking stupid? He's like, do you think I'd be calling you from the back of a cop car if I got a DUI? Like, yeah, he just sat me in here with my phone and let me make phone calls. He's like, I got take, out of it. Do they take your phone away? Well, they handcuff you. So, I mean, you're not going to have access to it, even if it's in your pocket, you know. But uh, I'm pretty sure they empty your pockets for the most part, but... Your phone will stay in your pocket, but you're, I've never been arrested, so I can only assume. But um, you've never been arrested. Never you have been tattoos arrested like that. Yeah, they're not jail tattoos. That's why cops know the difference. Cops know the difference. It's true. They can tell. They can tell if you got your fucking tattoos on a guitar string or went to a shop. You know. <laughs> <Guitar> <laughs> That's what they use in jail, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. They use guitar strings and like they use the ink out of like uh, ink pens and shit. Oh, oh! Dude, you should see some of the artwork that comes out of prison. Some of it looks like it was done by like Kat Von D style, like fucking dope artwork, dude. There's some guys that make tattoo guns out of. They're super innovative. And they can't escape. Yeah, they can't escape. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even escape those tattoos, bro. You're getting fucking trouble if the CO catches you with a new tattoo. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. It's a violation. You're not supposed to have tattoos in jail. I mean, you can have them when you go in, but you're not supposed to get new ones while you're there. I'm not allowed to be frivolous. Uh, Siri just popped up and said, cool, thanks, you Siri. serious violation? How about... <laughs> hold on. Let's see. Hey, Siri. Yes? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. But, but. No buts, motherfucker. Pull up some tits. I don't know how... 
This kid By is so eager to sexually harass, he'll do it to Siri. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm pulling up some tits lyrics to sexually harass. Hope you want to Siri. But I could search See? the web for it. Please search the web for it. <laughs> and I'm I'm not eager to sexually harass. I never <laughs> Just what, the first thing that popped up for that is rhyme scheme power poetry, dude. We're poets now, bro. And we didn't even know it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's literally all lyric problems. Van Halen's "Jump," Matthew Diggs. Ten things not to say to a depressed person. Okay, we gotta pull that up for sure. Ten things not to say to a depressed person definitely doesn't include titties. Yeah. <laughs> depressed people love titties, dude. You ever been sad and a pair of boobs come out? <laughs> You're not sad anymore. It's off of knockknock.com, but it's spelled N-O-C-H-N-O-C-H. Knock, knock. Be me. Be natural. Ten things not to say to a depressed person, and please don't say please don't say it to me either. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, remain positive, man. Yeah, you definitely don't want to tell a depressed person to stay positive. <laughs> That's terrible advice. Don't think like that. Snap out of it. Why do you need to be depressed? Look how lucky you already are. Be thankful. Go do something and you will feel better. Like I, that's what if you were like, so, bro. <laughs> if you're like, I'm bro, I'm so sad. I'd be like, well, I could buy you a hooker. So basically, what that thing is saying is, if someone's depressed, don't help them through it. What the <laughs> fuck? Let them be depressed, dude. What are they? What are you supposed to say to a depressed person? Hey, man, you want this knife? It's sharp. Or it's it's all in your head. It is all in your head. It is all in your. You don't feel it in your elbow. Who wrote this? Um, let's see. A retarded seven-year-old? All right, kickback. We're not, this was written by... Um, okay, dude, there's responses. It's, it's it's written by some guy named Tony. Tony, you're uh, an idiot. Tony. <laughs> Someone says... Shauna says, brilliant. I understand every single one. Who, what mentality do you have? If someone's depressed, you don't want to tell them, like, hey, man, you're like... Listen, people are usually depressed about really dumb shit. Like, really dumb shit. Look at this guy. This guy. Thanks for that. It's very succinct. I don't understand. <laughs> succinct and clear that you actually know what even... What? That you actually know what even without being depressed, no one likes to hear these. Fantastic. Dude, I want to find, like, one where they're, like, shitting on You know, on though, it. like, for real, though, dude, like, someone who's, like, g genuinely depressed doesn't walk around talking about it. So the That's people that true. walk around talking about it are looking for attention, and then when you try to tell them, like, hey, man, just go do something positive. Like, I don't want to hear that. It's hard. Don't be such a pussy, dude. Be depressed oh, God, by damn. yourself like the rest of us are. Everyone, okay, like, you think that when I was freaking driving that guy, and he was passed out, and all I was alone with is listening to Logic Mama Show Love. <laughs> With zero dollars in your account. With zero dollars in my account. You think <laughs> I was like, you know what? Life's going pretty good right now, man. Like, no, I was thinking, fuck, dude. I hope this guy's card goes through. You were thinking, fuck, man, this sucks, but whatever, I'm doing it. Yeah, like, exactly. You just don't exactly. be a little just... bitch, dude. I hate that fucking mentality. Like, I'm depressed. So shut up, dude. You're not depressed, okay? You're All right, just well, there, being there's, a pussy. There's, there's, some, there's some things where, I mean, I was pretty sad when my grand-uncle died. But, yeah. But, but at the same time, I also didn't, like... Did it I, consume your life for six months? No. I, I posted about it on Instagram maybe once or twice. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. It's okay to be sad, dude. But being depressed regularly about shit that we all have to go through is just weak, in my opinion. I feel that. I mean, that's definitely your, your opinion. And it might not represent what other people listening feel. But, you know, feel free to follow 
Dom and message him what you feel. <laughs> what I mean by is like people that are like, dude, I work 40 hours a week and I'm still struggling to pay my rent. Like you have rent to pay though. Like you have a house to live in. You're right. still paying your bills. Yeah, it's not fun, but what are you depressed about? Go talk to the guy who's been sleeping under a park bench for six years. He's depressed. You know, like that That's guy true. would probably That's kill true. to be struggling to live paycheck to paycheck. Like That's that kind true. of shit to me bugs me because it's like, man, if you don't like it, then do something about it. Don't okay. wallow in it. When you say it like that, it sounds a lot better than what you said originally. Yeah, that's usually like how that. things happen for me. <laughs> I usually talk out of my ass and then have to rescue myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, you said so. Actually, you used to be like a fucking five hundred pound whale ass. Right? I used to be. I used to be even fatter than this. Believe it or not. <laughs> you're not like that fat. Like you're kind of like. All right. I got tits, dude. You for, let me see. There's some tits. Take off your shirt. Um. <laughs> That's one hairy ass titty, dude. Oh, bro, dude, dude I, I trim oh. this. Get that. Do you really? I yeah, think dude. you got a mole. I think that might be cancer, dude. Probably. Oh, that's just a big ass titty. All yeah. right. It's a third nipple. It's a nipple. Okay, third third nipple. <laughs> I used to weigh three hundred and forty pounds. How much do you weigh now? I want to say like between like two twenty or two thirty, probably something like that. I lost about a hundred pounds. I weigh one twenty five and a yeah. half. I'm like almost two of you, dude. That you are. Yeah. You are absolutely two of me. I think your tattoo on your left arm weighs more than me. Probably. It's because you use the, the jail ink. My balls weigh more than you, for sure. That's just not even true. <laughs> it's 100% true. I think you got a cavity in your teeth. It's my, probably. Or it's fried chicken. When, when was the last time you went to the dentist? Because I'm like six months overdue. Yeah, probably like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting those stupid postcards, and they're like, hey, man, you should come in. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'll come such in a when off. I have a problem. Yeah. Come in for a cleaning. Like I do a cleaning every morning and night. It's called brushing my teeth. <laughs> I don't need to pay you $800 to do it, dude. So how'd you lose all that weight, man? Um, and meth- when? Methamphetamines and depression. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> uh, I want to say I started it like three years ago or so. Um, and honestly, just I got to get better about it now. Like not eating shit like K- KFC, you know? <laughs> like, that was my bad. I wanted it. No. I quit. I, honestly, what I did was I just, I drank nothing but water 100%. Um, if I was going to drink alcohol, it was like vodka tonics because there's no calories in that. Okay. Um, and then I was working out like five, six days a week. So that was all that pretty much. And, it, you know, like my dad had passed away like two or three years before that. I was super depressed. It's kind of why I gained a bunch of the weight on top I of it. I thought you didn't really talk to your dad. Well, I so my dad and I had this weird relationship that like. Where, you know, he might drop you off on the park bench right. once or twice. <laughs> but, you know, he bought me McDonald's one time, so it's okay. We'll put it this way, dude. He died when I was 21, and I spent more oh, time fuck. away from him than I did with him. Okay. You know, so he'd be around for, like, six months, but then he'd be gone for, like, two years. We didn't know where the fuck he was, you know. Like, he was off using drugs or doing whatever. So, But I was still close with him, you know. Like, he's my dad. I, I mean, feel that. If you would have met him, it's we're literally a spitting image of each other, like, looks and personality-wise. For real. So he was yeah. Mike Napoli. He was <laughs> he was Mike Napoli's dad. <laughs> you know, but my dad and I were close. We just didn't get a lot of time with each other because he was he was a heroin addict, dude. That shit's hardcore, bro. That shit takes over your entire life. Oh, I bet. So I'll, I'll never try any drug harder than weed, ever. Yeah, you shouldn't, dude. It's a good mentality to have. I've never done coke or anything like that. Like, I've never had the desire to do hard drugs like that. Just because I know where it, where it happens. I know where it goes, family. dude. Yeah. Someone, I saw someone, someone was like, you want to play a real game? Why don't you fucking take heroin, heroin once and try not to get hooked? It's like, what? Idiot. Whoever said that to you, I hope you don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I was like, you hear that, dad? You're out of here. <laughs> you, should, you should have been like, hey, dude, you know what you should do? Try Russian roulette once with five bullets. <laughs> with five bullets. <laughs> 
Sounds like a great idea. See if you don't die, dude. Yeah, see if you make it through all five clicks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, so he, when he passed away, like, I got I got super depressed. Did he just OD or what? He kind of, like, he had a bunch of health problems from using the drugs for so many years. Like, my dad was a drug addict for, like, 30 years. Fuck! You know? Hey, dude, what a legend it's, for making it that far. <laughs> he did a lot of drugs, man. He, he did enough drugs to probably have filled half this park, man. Oh, 100%. What was his name? Miles. Miles Pierno is a fucking legend, was a all right? Legend. And if you yes, don't have a fucking... <laughs> If you don't agree that a guy who does heroin for 30 years and makes it 30 years without ODing once isn't a fucking oh, no. wizard. He OD'd. He's even more of a wizard because he almost died like six times. He was taken to the hospital dead like three times. I wish I could meet the guy and shake his hand, dude. He sound, well, I mean, don't I liked don't, him, man. He was actually a really good guy. He was, I got my humor from oh, my dad, you know. <laughs> he was actually a really good guy. He, yeah. just dropped, he just, you know, just a little bit of child abuse and a little, a little bit, bit of drugs. Of drugs but, you you know. Know. He never beat me. He just left me on the neighbor's front lawn, you know. Were the, were the, what? What race were your neighbors? Uh, I think they were an old Asian couple, actually. Oh, okay. they were, well, they were thought, super nice. You know, I don't think I think that he just thought maybe they'd eat you and take care of your problem. Maybe, yeah. He'd be or like, maybe. well, I mean, what's a chihuahua to a three month old? Or maybe baby? they'd pull a reverse Angelina Jolie and adopt a white baby, <laughs> throw the whole curve off, you know. I forgot who it was. Oh, I think it was Daniel Tosh. He made a joke one time just off the cuff. Uh, it was uh, it was Tosh point oh, and there's a there was like twelve kids sitting on the front lawn, and he was like, "Oh look, Angelina Jolie's having a garage sale." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, well, my dad my dad went off on like a couple weeks bender. He was having some problems. He had liver cancer and shit, and I think uh. he just didn't want to deal with the six months of dying in a hospital bed. So here's something: since you have someone that's been affected by cancer. Uh, one of my aunts right now has cancer. Um, my boss right now, she has cancer. She's been out for a while. I know a lot of people that have cancer. I know a lot of people that have passed away from cancer. So it's it's also it's hard scary. for me to say this. It's scary. It's fucked up. Cancer fucking sucks. Fuck cancer. But also at the same time, I feel like with how many people exist on this planet, I feel like cancer is necessary. Well, dude, I mean, it's just a natural progression. Of it's things, natural. It's know? natural. You know, you you don't wear sunscreen, you get cancer, you die. But I feel like, you know, people are like, oh, fuck cancer. Like, let's cure cancer. I don't feel like, I don't think that cancer will necessarily be cured. It would have been found by now. But if everybody lived forever, we wouldn't be able to be exactly, here. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Know? There's too many people on the yeah, planet, dude. There's too many people. There's it's too many a, people. Earth is a finite thing, man. You know, it's too many people, and it just starts to degrade. So it's like saying that, like you know, cancer is like it's fucked up, but it's also a necessity. I know that, you know, if I got cancer, I would think the same thing. That it's like, all right, you know, it's my like I'm not. It's not something I'm like, oh, haha, like. Like all oh, these, like this, I'm being serious right now. They, where it's like, okay, like these people have cancer, like, like that sucks for them. Haha. Ha, at least I don't have it. Like it's necessary. No, like if I got it, I'd be like, look, I'm a number on this planet too. I mean, dude, it's we're we're people, we're humans, we're like top of the food chain, you know, like we're we the alpha dogs be. of Earth. We well, should. I was saying, like that's our predator. Yeah. Our natural yeah. predator is health issues, man, sickness, cancer. Absolutely. Some guy pulling a gun on you at the ATM machine, like, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, dude. <laughs> Dude, it sucks because with Tyler Skaggs passing away, like, you don't expect, like, an athlete to just die like that. Yeah, especially not athletes, man, because they're, like, over-the-top healthy. They care about their bodies. Heroes, you know? like, dude. They're, they're yeah. the heroes in the eyes of regular people. Yep. And so when they pass away, it's like, oh, fuck, you know, like, I could, like, it made me think I could die at any second. Like, when my great-uncle passed away, you know, he was kind of older, but, like, I still thought, like, I thought that he was invincible. You know, like, he would, he was going to be there my whole life. Dude, and then it takes someone like Carlin. 
or something, you know, and you're like, fuck, man, like nobody's immune, dude. Nobody's immune, nobody's dude. immune. No matter Even how much money legends, you have, dude. doesn't matter how many fans you have, doesn't matter, it, nothing, none of it matters, dude, everybody, we're all finite, man, we can all go at any fucking minute. Any second, dude, you could have an aneurysm and die right, right now on this podcast. This podcast will get so many listens, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the final, the final memoir of Dom Penis. <laughs> P. Air No. It's Anybody funny. who's listening? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kelly G. Brown. <laughs> Kelly G. Brown. We love you, no, Kelly. We love you, Kelly. <laughs> um, all right. You said you uh, you actually almost did die one time in I Catalina. almost did die in Catalina, dude. So I, I had a really nice girlfriend once try to surprise me for my birthday. She's like, we're going to Catalina. And I was like, oh, awesome. She's like, I booked a horse riding tour for us. And I was like, oh, that's not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have no desire. But she was like, I booked a horse riding tour for us. You mean you booked it for, for you? For you, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I didn't kid you. I was like 320 pounds at the time. But I was like way too fat to be riding a fucking horse. And they gave me this horse. His name was Big Mac. And he was legitimately like a, like he was huge, dude. I'm six foot. That horse was as tall as me. Fuck. Like he was huge, bro. I had to use a step stool to get onto him. And uh, he was a pussy though. Like, he was a giant pussy. He was, was scared of the other of- horses. Oh, okay. He was scared of the other horses is what it was. So if you've ever been to Catalina, there's a hike you can take that overlooks what they call the casino, which right. is like the right, movie right, right, theater. Right. There, you know, you, and the, oh, the lookout point right there is gorgeous. You can see the whole island. You can see the casino. So the ride for the horses is you go up to that top spot right there. You turn your horse around. You take this picture with the background, and it's amazing. But my ex-girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, her horse was a bitch. So like bucked my fucking horse, dude. This idiot who was the who was the instructor never told me like, hey, if your horse pins his ears back or you know, or any, like he didn't give me any fucking signs. I told him I'd never been on a horse before. He's like, yeah, he's got it. Like it'll be fine, dude. Dude. So she, I guess I didn't maneuver my horse properly. Her horse bucks at mine, and we're literally on a fucking cliff, Fuck. and I feel both his back hooves go off the cliff, dude. Oh shit! Like slid down. And he digs in, like, I'm, I'm, I wish I was exaggerating, man, but if this are his two front legs right here, and this is the cliff, this was, like, right here. It was, like, his oh chest was touching God. the edge, and his hooves were on the front, dude. And I was up, standing up on the stirrups, leaning in, like, on his head, like, trying to, like, muscle him up to, like, give him weight on the front to pull himself up. Dude, I jumped off of him and, like, hit the ground hard jumped back up me the instructor and two other guys had to grab the horse by the reins and literally like i was on my ass like on my back trying to drag him up and we got him up but fucking horses weigh like a thousand pounds this all happened in a matter of like five seconds dude like really we were going over like i jumped off of him and because i jumped off of him and the weight was off the back end of him we were able to grab him and like he got his feet on the bottom part like the flat end of the cliff and walked his way up Fuck, it dude. was insane, dude. Like I literally Did sat you on ride the ground. Him back? I had to. <laughs> I was like, dude, I sat on the ground. I cried, bro. Like no, you cried. I cried, dude. I almost died, bro. It was like my okay, heart was pounding through my chest. Like I was okay until he came up to me and he's like, damn, dude, another second you were going over. And I was like, dude. and it was a straight drop off. Like you would have died. Like I hundred percent would have died. Like that horse would have landed on top of me and crushed <laughs> me, dude. Like, like no way around Christopher it. Christopher Reeves. So I'm like, dude, I'll just walk down. He's like, you got to ride him down, man. And I was like, dude, I, he's like, I know it's scary, but we'll put you in the back. And I fucking rode that horse all the way to the right side, dude. Like in, like I was bushes. My whole arm was like cut up and shit because I rode bushes all the way back because oh. I didn't want to be close to the edge. Dude, I was terrified. Have you I, ever gone on a horse since then? That was the last time. The first and last time. 
So we know what your punishment is for that other podcast now. Oh, dude, fuck that. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck horses, dude. They're asshole. Catalina. <laughs> <laughs> Now I, know what to me, get, now I know what to get you for your birthday. We're going to go to Catalina oh, no. and ride golf carts to the top. No way. No. Uh, I actually had a similar <laughs> experience in Catalina when I was 14. I was there with my family, Aunt Judy, Kaylee, Chelsea, and myself. And we were we rode a golf cart to the top. It's like the same thing you were talking about. You take a picture of the casino, whatever. But there's the there's the like asphalt trail, and then there's the... Um, there's the asphalt trail, and then there's the one you took. Yeah, yeah. So we're, ours is like less down. Um but I was just sitting there, and I hit the emergency brake, and we started rolling towards the cliff. And, yeah, but my aunt ran. Did the same thing happen to me when I was a fucking kid. I was at my great-uncle's house, the one who passed away. I was sitting in his pickup truck that was from, like, 1982, dude. Like, he was old as fuck. And I, had, I was, like, six years old. I had no idea what I was doing. I was sitting in there. He was loading up the back bed with stuff because we were going to go to, like, the swap meet sell some shit. And I go, and I kick. I, like, I just bumped the, the, it was a stick shift. I bumped oh, the stick yeah. shift, but I guess I hit the emergency brake side of it. Or whatever, dude. Whatever I clicked. Just rolled it into neutral? <laughs> just rolled it into neutral, and I started rolling down the driveway towards... And he lived on a street, dude, and it, towards oncoming traffic. And, dude, I've never... He, he, was, he was fat and old, and he just sprints, dives inside the window, and kicks it. And he's like, don't ever do that again. Oh, I was like... And so ever God. since then, I've never touched a stick shift, dude. Dude, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> I hate to admit it at 34, but... I uh, I don't know how to drive it. That's fucking dude. Like, so you don't go golfing then, I guess. Get a few golf carts now. <laughs> <laughs> That's your punishment, bro. I'm gonna take you to the driving range, make you drive a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I kind of want to run through it like a driving range and just like try to not get hit. That's not a good idea. Like, could you go? Could you die? If you, I mean, if you're in a driving range, dude, there's dudes that'll hit, these dudes hit those fucking balls, like, hard, bro. You're gonna get plastered in the fucking head to 120 miles an hour. With a, with a, you could throw a, you could, like, Jared Weaver could throw one of those at my eye and I'd die. Oh, yeah. Jared Weaver could throw a change-up at your head and you'd die. <laughs> <laughs> and then just later years, this fastball became his change-up. Yeah, dude. true. Fuck, dude. I don't get how Jared Weaver started the same time as Justin Verlander, is out of the league, degraded, all that shit. But Justin Verlander just started the All-Star game still. I don't know, man. Sometimes Juice, dude. He's juicing it, for sure. It could be that. It could be a it could be a team thing. He maybe just maybe maybe just wasn't on the right team. I mean it it happens. Like you get a guy, a good talent that gets on a bad team, they don't click with the team and they just never go to their full potential. That's like true. the Raiders had Jamarcus Russell, who like in college was a phenomenal quarterback. Right. And then got to the NFL and just literally sucked a bag of dicks. <laughs> like he blew it, dude. He he sucked really fucking bad. It was such are a, you a Raiders like a, fan? I'm a big Raiders fan. Yeah, oh dude. From growing up. Do you are you still a Raiders? I don't follow professional sports as much as I used to. I of course I follow like a lot of MMA and boxing and stuff. I like I have to follow heavyweight boxing. Dude, Andy okay. Ruiz Jr. is my new hero because he's a big fat guy and he's a heavyweight uh, champion now. Guy? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I still haven't seen that fight. It's a good fight, and he fucked up Anthony Joshua bad with like, uh, like not even a dad bod, bro, like a <laughs> dude, retired grandpa bod, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Okay, for real. Uh, remember when the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight happened? Yeah, it was bullshit. Now, dude, I threw a big party. We paid the pay per view. There was like forty people at my house. One hundred and fifty dollars. And literally, the like the the opening rounds were a better fight than the fucking actual fight. Oh yeah, dude. That was a that fight was whack, you know. Mayweather was really making sure that Pacquiao was out of his prime before he stepped in. With oh him. yeah, 
he pat. I mean, no, no disrespect to Floyd Mayweather because he's literally like one of the best boxers to ever do it. But he also, he's a, he's the best defensive boxer to ever play the game. And by dude. defensive, you mean he's a bitch. Just not getting hit, bro. He, that's why he made it to fifty years old and still boxed because he didn't get hit. You got to give him credit for that because he, he took almost no damage his entire career. Yeah, that's true. Because he was able to get the fuck out of the way. I mean, it's a it's frustrating to watch as a fan because it's not exciting. But Mike Tyson would have fucked him up, dude. Dude, Mike Tyson outweighed him by like 140 pounds. <laughs> of course, he would have fucked him up. <laughs> Your dad could probably fuck up Floyd Mayweather, dude. Like, <laughs> it's 120 pounds, dude. Is he really? He's a small guy, dude. It's tiny. No way. On TV, he looks so much bigger. Nah, he's way smaller, dude. Trust me. All right, as we approach the closing minutes, I usually ask my guests if there's anything that they want to talk about, any last story that they want to be immortalized on the podcast, anything you want to plug, anything. Uh, I'll just say first, like, thanks for having me on the podcast. It's cool. Absolutely, dude. I appreciate um, I like. I was sitting in the back of the I house, Ice House last night watching your set, and I was just thinking, damn, like, you've come a long way in the short six months, and it's been a lot of fun watching you. Um, and I could tell that you're one of those guys that uh, appreciates the grind at the same time, and you understand like what it's like to grind and so when you do well it's fun to watch thanks dude i appreciate that yeah i was gonna say i mean it's you like definitely taught me that grind in the beginning bro that's what i was saying earlier you know my first impression of you is just like this guy is gonna help me figure it out you know and it's dude like a lot of that grinding and working hard you have a good work ethic man like especially in comedy dude like you're always out somewhere doing something getting booked on shows at open mic you're never too good for an open mic you know which is like you can't be dude i don't care how big you are man you gotta still get on stage absolutely even Even if you're getting booked at the improv yeah absolutely because i've watched you get shows at the improv and then be at the same fucking open mic i am the next night right all right so it's like that kind of that kind of shit dude but it was fun bro i mean it was fun being there with you last night you know because i started this six months ago and you were the first one to like help me out and take me under your wing and shit and we became good friends since then, dude. Yeah. So like, it was dope to share a stage like that with you, you know, yeah, like and absolutely. be up there and do that, dude. And just thanks for all the support, you know, and having me on your podcast and shit. And it's been super fun, dude. A couple things we're gonna plug right now. Stay listening. Dom and I are actually going on tour. Hey, uh, it's the Pass the Wax Pass tour. Pass the Wax, baby. The end of September. I think it's the twenty twenty third through the thirty first or the thirtieth. Uh, we're going to be hitting uh, Sacramento, Fresno, Santa Barbara, um, okay. San Francisco, San Francisco, Bend, Oregon, Bend, Oregon yeah. and working on Seattle right now. Seattle, Washington. Yeah, I've see. never been, so I'm hoping that that one goes through. I've been to Seattle. It's a super fun place. Um, I don't know about the comedy scene, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. Mean. And so we're going to have – what I'm trying to do is have us have a Friday off because the Bend show's on Saturday um, so that way we could have a travel day because the Seattle show would be Thursday. And so for Seattle to Bend, we'll be able to, on Friday, we could spend some time in Seattle and Bend. Right. Um, so that would be dope. Yeah, I have a, um, yeah, I did the Ice House last night, like Galen said, and um, that was super fun. Uh, I The next uh, big show I'm allowed to plug yeah. is uh, November 11th. That'd be Comedy Juice at the Irvine Improv. Congrats, um, man. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to Raymond Montoya. Guy is awesome. Um, it's going to be a great show. I'm super excited about it. Um, other than that, you can catch me at all the same open mics you've been seeing me at, dude. <laughs> I'll see you guys, you know. We'll be there together. All right. Dom also has a new podcast coming out. I will be on it oh, soon, right. so that's when I'll be sharing it. It's called The Big Booty Bros with Adam Martinez. And 
I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to be honest, um, but I will. I will. Um, Wait till we get a few more episodes in. You know, we're brand new. <laughs> brand, brand, it, it's brand new, so I'll, well, I definitely look forward to being on it, and hopefully, it'll be a good one. That shows you how new I am at it. That Galen had to plug my podcast on his <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Appreciate that. Please listen to Big Breedy Bros. You can find it on Anchor. And uh, my Instagram is at Extended Midget. Extended Midget, dude. Extended Midget. If you can't spell that, fucking just end your life. Easier than my last name. Penis. (laughs) Have a great night, everybody. Thank you, guys.